Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss, the other people's mentor, and this is episode 471 of the show. This is an interview. I know y'all love when I do interviews. This is my friend, Brenda. She's interviewing me for her podcast that she was just launching, and I said, can I record it? And she said, of course. So um, it is a really excellent episode. I think you're going to need a lot out of it. It's just talking about winning. It's short, sweet, to the point, about 30 minutes long, and I think you're going to get a ton of takeaways out of it. If and when you do, make sure you screenshot it, put in your story, tell some friends about it, tell whoever you want about it, because I think it is super powerful when winners talk about winning. There's going to be a lot of podcasts about winning coming up, and so... Um, this is just another example of that. I think you guys are going to just really, really enjoy it. So when you do, you can just grab the actual link of the show. If you copy the direct link, it's easiest to put in your stories. It's easiest to send to a friend. You can text it to them. You can do whatever. Again, if you need help with that, you can DM me and I can try to help you do that as well. With that, all these reviews mean so much to me. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time to leave these five-star reviews. And today's review of the show is Andrea Savvy Realtor. Jesse Lee really makes me think. Five stars. I just started listening, but I love every episode I've tuned into so far. You really show me how to block out the negativity and realize I can do this. I appreciate your down attitude and your confidence. You are truly an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. And although this is not an episode of the podcast where I am in a network marketing uh, interview, because obviously I have a lot of diversity in my life. I own multiple businesses. For those of you who don't know, um, network marketing is just my cash cow that I allow to... Uh, to invest in own all kinds of other stuff. So anyway, but either way, what you're hearing on this episode may reference some network marketing stuff. And so because of that, I just want to make sure you know that anything that can be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. So if you choose to participate in a network marketing company, uh, but please understand it's very hard work and by no way are my results typical. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm pretty sure you will. Make sure you subscribe to jessieleetelegram.com so we can have our pop-up telegram calls. It's also in the link note, show notes in the bio. And I just hope you guys love this episode about winning. All right. It's, we had to move the mountain a few times, but we're here. <laughs> That's what yes. happens. It's all good. <laughs> Welcome to my life. All right. So listen, we are in for one heck of a conversation today. I wanted to kick off the very first episode of In the Winner's Circle with one of the most amazing people that I have come across and literally met within 30 seconds and went, oh yeah, definite connection there. So Aww. I'd like to welcome Jesse Lee Ford. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm excited to be here, excited to answer some questions with you and uh, see how we can serve people. That's like my favorite thing on earth to do. So yep. yeah. Love it, love it, love it. So um, I know your story. But is there a way that you could give a brief accounting of who Jesse Lee is in one hashtag or less? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's censoring me from the jump. No, I, I mean, I can keep it short. It's basically a series of... Um, failures of losses of being beaten down of uh you know coming from nothing and making it into something um everything from being raised by my grandparents domestic abuse in the household um you know growing up in poverty stumbling into uh a direct sales company 11 years ago to just be able to pay rent because i was going more broke and um now it's just a conglomeration of different levels of different devils so now it's you know i'm at the top of my game and it's a, a matter of how do you stay at the top of the mountain when you're when you're winning is kind of um it's my it's my new battle it's my new battle so i know that was like i'm trying i'm keeping it real short but that i mean really it's been that yeah, was impressive. yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. So, so Jesse Lee is the literally the number one MLM leader 
I think ever. Probably. Uh, it depends. Uh, in this yeah. generation, for sure, for sure, for sure. But there are some le there are some legends that no longer actually okay. live that uh, I got to give odes to, you know, the Dexter Yeagers of the world who have yeah. certainly paved the way. But um, Jeff Ribéry well, and these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently, yes. Mm -hmm. Currently, for sure. Uh, without a doubt, reigning champ. But this is that's why I sit in the throne, for those of you that can't, you know, if you're listening audibly, you don't see it. But I sit in the, th I'm just kidding. I mean, I do sit in the throne, but that's not why. <laughs> to burn this once somebody passes passes my influence <laughs> just kidding yeah and I, I feel like you're gonna have a hard time letting that happen so more power to you but no that you know the thing that i loved about jesse lee is that i sat and i listened to her actually speak and i've i've tuned into her podcast she's just absolute full of energy and the thing that i love about her the love about you like i'm talking like you're not here is the fact that you have taken time to diversify you're winning and you constantly branch out and you're constantly reinventing yourself. It's not like you just got like one win, called it a day and we're done. Yeah. Right. You're not just sticking to one thing. So can you share a little bit more about some of the things that you do? Yeah, sure. So I, I really like that you're asking that by the way, because I actually like that you brought it up. I should say that. I like that you brought it up because I think a lot of times people look at network marketers in particular and they think, oh my gosh, I heard about a friend of a friend of a friend who did that one time and lost money and so it's a scam. That's like their little web of lies that they live inside of. And then that's the story that they repeat over and over again. They, they don't understand that this is not only a legitimate business model, but it is a superior business model for people who actually understand business. I'll explain. Yeah. So winning to the, to the, ex so hold on, I'll be honest with you because I met you in a mastermind, right? Right. I had no idea how powerful I was until like nine months ago. Really? I'm telling you, like I live in imposter syndrome, but for being totally honest, a lot of the stuff I do, I look at my success and I go, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I know I'm the best network marketer, but like you get beaten down again and 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 again about network marketing and you start to think, oh my gosh, like I never doubted my ability, but I did not realize the extent of where I've taken my life until I started getting around these circles where people are like, have you heard her speak? Have yeah. you seen her business portfolio? Do you yeah. know her? Have, do you have any idea her net worth? And I'm like, this is just how I live. I did not know. I just thought people talked on stages in front of 100,000 people all the time. Like, I didn't know. You know, I mean, that sounds so psycho as it comes out of my mouth now. But I want to kind of bring some people maybe a little bit of hope that, you know, like we're all kind of out there stumbling around. And so um, the reason that I actually got started in diversifying my portfolio, though, um, to, to, to what you were asking was because I did lose it all in 2017 and I don't mean a little bit. I mean, I, I didn't lose all my money because I I'm very frugal. I've been frugal since I was little because of how I was raised. But, um, outside of that, um, I lost my big stream of income. I was terminated from a network marketing company. I'm very open about it. So it is what it is. And as soon as that happened, I went, oh no, 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 ma'am. Never again. Yeah. Like for me, it instantly turned into never again will a company ever own me because that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, and so in 2017 is when the diversification started. 
It's when I first started going, okay, so when I make all this income, where can I create a second stream of income? And then when I started getting a solid second stream of income, I went, okay, now how can I create a third solid stream of income? And then I got, I had the third. And then it was, how do I get the fourth? And then it was, ooh, crypto. And then it was, ooh, oh, stock market. Then it was, ooh, real estate. Real then it was, <laughs> then it was like, let me, and, let, and, and then honestly, I only started joining these, these masterminds that we're talking about because I was like, I need some new friends. Yeah. Okay. Like if you want to win at a different level, get out of the room that you're the best in period. Yeah. Okay. I know I'm the best network marketer. I am not the best business builder. I'm not the best CEO. I'm not the best at a lot of stuff, but I'm, I'm like, I'm going to learn how to be. So I was like, I got to get in some rooms where I feel stupid, you know? And yeah. I happened to stumble upon the mastermind. And then I started talking like we just talked about. And people were like, Jesse Lee, like, where have you been? I'm like over here doing network marketing. And yeah. y'all thought it was a joke. And we both obviously know Ryan Stuman. And yeah. it's been really cool because Small-minded people won't allow their minds to change. People need to like write this down for sure. Small-minded people will not allow their minds to change because as soon as they start to realize they are wrong in something, they have an identity crisis. Okay, this is real life. What I'm about to say. You don't know how to handle it. Correct. And Ryan used to post in his sales group anti MLM stuff all the time. You've probably seen it. Okay. No, I never have. Yeah, he's always anti. Uh, not always anymore. So. He meets me then. I'm in Ryan's life, what, 10 months ago, nine months ago, whatever it is. And he's, we start having conversations. His whole entire perspective has shifted. Now he goes, oh, oh, if you're a network marketer, you better be doing what Jesse Lee says because the rest of you are scam artists, right? Now everything has shifted. And he goes, no, 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 that is a, that is a legitimate yeah. business model. Oh my God, like my sister, Jesse Lee, she's crushing this. And then she owns all these other businesses too. Um, and I just hope that gives people perspective. There are different levels in which you can win. You can conquer one thing and then conquer another. And um, I still, I, I like to focus on the fact that I'm the best network marketer because it just makes... Um, it's just true. And then everything else I'm pretty good at and I'm trying to figure like little things out, but I do make, um, I make, I actually make more outside of network marketing now, even though I make, uh, nearly eight figures a year in network marketing, no income claims or anything, but I make more outside with all my other things as well now. So it's turned yeah. into crazy Brenda. It's turned into crazy, yeah. crazy. So I know I watch, I watch your adventure, but you know, I'll tell you something that's really funny is that I think I know how you convinced Ryan that this was a legit thing because you keep parking your Lamborghini next to his. <laughs> if, okay, let me see. Oh, I can't. I was going to say, so my, I have another one too. So yes, I just, I, I, I have I another one. <laughs> you can't wait to see it. I just got a video like literally 10 minutes before this started. Um, it's almost done. So it'll be shipped here in like a week. I, that one I've been texting Ryan about. I was like, that oh one no God. longer is twinning with your sweetheart. This one no. is way meaner than your Lambo. So <laughs> it's so funny because he got, he came in and I can't remember. I think it was when we did uh, MDM in April. Yes. And he comes yes. in and he goes, damn it, Jesse Lee, parking your car next to mine. And I just thought it was so funny. It was absolutely awesome. But <laughs> I think that's how you convinced him. <laughs> It's, yeah, we, we have like the same, we have like multiple same cars, which is actually the funny yeah. thing, like Range Rover, Range Rover, Lambo, Lambo, Porsche, <laughs> Porsche. And uh, now I'm, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so. But you know what, that's, that's the beauty. I mean, look, you know, winners have freedom. And you know, there's a lot of people and, and I know it because I've been, especially lately, because I know 
I see some of the, the comments that you make because you're you're kind of in a in a little bit of a, a battle right now of people that are kind of hating on you and you're you're actually you, so. I want to make like a quick statement around that. Yeah. I've decided to actually make a shift in my brand to nice. be really niche down on MLM. So mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that I haven't responded to in the past, I'm like, I think I need to start responding to it. Because like I am the face of network marketing. I'm also yeah. a businesswoman, but there's a lot of businesswomen. But like this makes me stand out. So I'm so it, I'll let you, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, like it's okay, but it, it makes you stand out, but it also makes you step <clears throat> up too. Yeah. Because I, there's a couple of things and, and I now I don't remember what I was gonna say, and that's fine, because welcome to fifty. But um Get you some ketones, girl. No, I was saying. Um, I have to. Just drank ketones. There you go. I was talking. You were talking about. Um, I'm in a bit of a battle right now. Yeah, you're in a bit of a battle. But here's one of the other misconceptions that people don't realize is that often the products that are sold on MLM are far superior than anything that they get in the general market. Right? They yeah. just are, and that's part of the reason why they have a unique business strategy. But um, shoot, now I can't remember where. Oh yeah, your battle that you're going through. Is that I love how you're addressing it because like I said, it, it makes you stand out into other areas, but you're but there's also stuff that you get because I get like just on the HR front, I've had this my whole life. Oh, hello. <laughs> I've had this my whole my whole career as an HR professional. And that is, you know, people have this understanding that we're the no people. Like I used to have an HR director on my team. She was called the Grim Reaper because she was never helping people. Yeah, every time she showed up, she just fired somebody. She never came in to help the team talk about strategy or how to move the team forward or anything. It was always to just bring the ax down. And so there's like these certain- Firing everyone. Yeah. Right, exactly. And so, you know, like winning, you can't sit there and say, well, it must be nice to have a Lamborghini. It must be, well, it is nice, but it you is. know what? The journey to get there, I know, right? It is. But the journey to get there is hard and arduous. And there's a lot that comes with that, that if you're not growing with it, you're you're going to fail. You're going to stop. You're going to quit. You know what's interesting? So I was talking to uh, to my mentor, speaking of like all this craziness and winning in general, because that's what we're chatting about today, right? Um, yeah. And he was talking about when when you look at the world as a whole and you see you see people talking badly about anything. It's like, there's always going to be people that don't like something about you, about your business, about your business model, about your hair, about your the way you look, speak, whatever. Like there's always going to be people. And he said, what I would suggest you do when you're feeling down on, and he was talking to me obviously about network marketing. He's like, what, what I want you to do, Jesse Lee, is I want you to actually go look at Google and see how many lawsuits Apple currently has. Go see how many lawsuits Tesla currently has. SpaceX. Go see how many lawsuits, n name it, a big company, any of them, Google, it's, they all, he's like, so you've been, he's like, so you've been sued and you've sued people and whatever. He's like, we're nothing. He's like, so you got like five, 10, a hundred, even a, a 500 for the whole profession of a $300 billion a year profession, which is bigger than all the major league sports combined. So there's there's a hundred mean articles on Google. There's two lawsuits. Who cares? He's like, Jesse Lee, that's nothing. 
That's nothing. But again, back to small-minded people, small minds won't change. They're not willing to grow. Um, and so I, I, I remember him saying that to me. I'm like, thank you for saying that. Like, I guess I never really thought about the perspective of, shoot, think of how many lawsuits Zuckerberg has against him. Think about, he's still laughing his way all the way to the bank buying Hawaiian Islands, you know? How many people don't like Jeff Bezos and want to sue him? You know what? Yeah. Cool. You know, it's like, this is nuts. It gets to a point where you're like, oh my God, like, forget it. I mean, you can't even, there's no, you just kind of got to, you kind of got to laugh. You got to laugh. Like, those people have that much time. Woo! Sheesh! Yeah. I wish I had that much time to go actually watch. I wish I had time to watch TikToks, you know? Like, <laughs> I wish I had time to sit there and scroll down the hole and then be, be so, so fired up and agitated. I heard something from Mel Robbins. I want all these winners that are listening to this to hear this. She said, anybody who is responding to stuff negatively, it is an insecurity because that's what they want. Yep. People need to write that down. And I was I like, agree. she's not wrong. I absolutely agree. Like anytime you feel the need to comment about somebody's lifestyle, somebody's um, body, somebody's whatever, name it, Thought right? process, yeah, you name it. You how are so live, jealous. How they show up, yeah. And I thought, oh my God, Mel Robbins, she's onto something there. I heard that like a month ago and I thought, geez, yeah. that was powerful. When was the first time you actually felt the joy of winning? When was that for you? Oh, I, I still remember this very well, actually. So, well, like, all right. So I was a little musician, if you don't. So like we couldn't afford anything. My Nana came into the house and like sports weren't her thing. She's the one who raised me. That's why I'm always talking about my Nana. Um, and she was like, I'll pay for, for, for a, a clarinet. So I had like a little plastic clarinet. Right. Um, and I was good. I was very good. I was very musically inclined and this kind of branch. So I, I had a couple of these little like wins where I'd be in like a wind ensemble ensemble or what have you. But my biggest, my big win that I still remember, it was something that I worked so hard for. And so look, you want to win, you better work like that mm -hmm. freaking Britney Spears Spear song. She nailed it. You want a hot body? You want a Maserati? You want a Bugatti? You better work, bitch. Like Britney Spears, she was on to something with that, okay? Like you, yeah. you want, you want a, a party in France, whatever she's saying, you better work. You know, people want all this stuff. They think like, oh, Instagram this, Instagram that. Dude, like I don't even have a photographer. That's just my real life. You know, like I don't even, I don't know how to explain it. So anyway, you got to you know, work. because you have seven phones. That's well, I, mean. I have four, but you know, you're almost there. You are more than, the price is right. You know, you didn't go over. So, you know, right, you did go over. Anyway, but um, no, like I remember I really wanted to be drum major. So the drum major and band is the leader. They're the ones who do the conducting, okay? Mm -hmm. And I really wanted it for several reasons. First of all, I wanted it because I always wanted to be in a leadership position outside of just my household where I was leading the family. Outside of that, I really, I just, I got really excited about a summer camp. Because when you are drum major, you get to go to, uh, you got to go to the George Parks uh, Drum Major Academy, right? Like you got to go to, uh, we, got to, we got sent to JMU to learn how to be drum majors, right? And I just thought to myself, oh my God, like I get to go like, ah, if I get it. And it was the first time I really wanted something. Like I... What, and, and so here's how the audition went. So you had to, I still remember, uh, the first part of it was you had to sing the Star Spangled Banner, which I actually can sing too, which we, I won't do it right now. But anyway, so you sing the Star Spangled Banner while conducting it. And then you also, uh, there was a, there was a, it was a Pirates of the Caribbean from James Madison University marching band. It, you had to figure out 
Like you had to figure out the right way to conduct it. No help from from the uh, from the from the band instructor. You had to figure out the right counts, figure out whatever, and then you had to audition in front of you know the the band director, the choir director. Uh, there was a dance person there for like color guard and whatever, and then like there was a fourth person as well who was like a like a uh, they graduated from from the school and you know whatever the point. So this whole panel of judges and I was like. I've ne I mean, I've never, Brenda, I've never been so nervous in my life. I had this like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I'm in there. I spent, I mean, I could, I'm not even kidding. To this day, I could still conduct that song. And that is 15, 16, 17 years ago. Like I don't even remember how many years ago. Oh. Forever ago. I practiced that. I mean, countless hours the whole the whole house knew the damn pirates of the caribbean song like i was i had it in i mean head i had it on an ipod shuffle like i had it i mean i was like i mean crazy and i get into this uh this audition and i am sweating bullets like i i'm a, I'm a trained singer my voice go better like i can't even do it girls freak it out freak it out and i nailed the audition and i remember and I still was scared, but I remember when uh, the band director made me head, because there's two, you get, there's drum major and there's like assistant drum major, and he made me head drum major past the senior. So I was the junior who came in, and I remember being mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I can win at anything if I will work hard enough. And like, there were obstacles through that, I had a hitch, which means nothing to you probably, but music people know what I'm talking about. I had a hitch in my conducting. I had to correct. So I hear mm -hmm. things. I naturally hear music like a little differently. I had to learn all these different things. And there were so many things in my way. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have so much stuff, but I was willing to outwork anybody. And walking yeah. into that audition, I just remember being like, it's, it's mine. And it was. That is awesome. I've never told that story before. Oh my God. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. <clears throat> oh, thanks for sharing it. I, and that's, that's brilliant. I love it. But it's, it's been, a, it's very clearly been a consistent theme throughout your entire life since then. I mean, you go in, you learn something, you crush it, and then you take to the next level and then you go learn and do something. And then you learn that, and then you crush it. And you take it to the next level. You have found this formula that works and all it is is just dedication focus hard work and the willingness to not necessarily fail but put yourself out on the on what you think are the skinny branches sure skinny that, branches i like that can i can i say something that's maybe unconventional but it's really true mm -hmm. it's also the anxiety <clears throat> yes like There's a lot of that, that a lot of people me. don't want to yeah. hear that and they don't yes. want to they want to hear the good stuff. They want to hear, oh my God, now I'm, I'm making a hundred grand a year. Now I'm, you know, on this stage. Now I'm whatever. Like, I'll tell you, I'm in the middle of a massive up level right now. And I know because A, I'm busier than hell. But B, I was in an event like two and a half weeks ago, damn near having a panic attack. Like my chest was like, like I was feeling so overwhelmed by the amount of knowledge and going, oh my God, oh my God. Like I, ha where do I start? Uh, there's so much to implement. I am, I am so anxious right now. I am so anxious. I am so anxious. And I went, oh, this is so good. 
Jesse Lee, you yes. gotta have this. Yes. This is good stuff here. This is good yeah. stuff. Because the pressure is a privilege. That pressure and that anxiety you feel when you're putting in the work and you're putting in the hours and you're learning stuff that you do not want to learn, but you know if you will just go and you will learn it and you will fumble through it and you will, oh my God, I'm so dumb, I'm so dumb, I'm so dumb. Oh, I don't even know what I'm writing. I don't know what I'm writing, but I'm just writing it down. You are learning through all of it. And people don't want to get out of that comfort zone. Again, these people in their comfortable little bubbles, they're told their whole lives, you go and you get a gun job. You go and you na-na-na-na. Like, like learn how to do things a better way. And that's all I did with network marketing was I said, there's, there's a better way. There's a better system than just a, than just franchising a restaurant. There's a better system than just starting an Etsy store. There's gotta be a better system than Ubering or whatever. There's gotta be better way to make income without overhead. And then it turned into a better way was I was like, I'm not growing fast enough. I created online systems, a better way, you know, oh my gosh, I have to start training the profession more. I need to buy more phones. I got to get in front of more faces. I got to do a better way being TikTok, a better way being interviews like this, a better way being the podcast. Like, how are you going to elevate? And I, every single time I'm about to have a flipping panic attack. I don't want people to think that I'm some like goddess on here. Like I'm pretty cool, but like I'm human, unfortunately. So I sit against the wall crying before I do a podcast. Now the pod, my, my podcast is like 4.4 million downloads. Are you freaking kidding me? Like just as an example, right? Like that, like I run towards that. And I think winners do that. You feel the, I'm going to barf, I'm going to barf, I'm going to barf, I'm going to barf. And you're like, well... If I'm going to barf, at least I'm going to barf and I'm going to be successful. (laughs) I don't know how to explain that because not everybody has it. Not everybody has that mentality. That is my mentality around it. It is. And and it is scary. I mean, you know, I met, I met you in apex. I walked into that and I'm walking around going, what the hell am I doing here? And I'm, and in my other half of my brain says, settle down, you're leveling up. Right. And just knock it off. And, but I experienced the same thing in, in just in having a job in HR because people change. There's a lot of legal stuff that comes with it. And now I'm, you know, a three-time business leader. Like I'm literally managing three businesses right now. And awesome. one of them's mine, two of them are for my family. <clears throat> that one of them will eventually come to me. And now I'm doing something that I've never done before. And that is, you know, I created a, a drone training company that consists of retired Navy SEALs as our trainers, and we're out supporting law enforcement on advanced tactics. Like, I know nothing about that, but what I do know is that I can see gaps. I, I'm really good at seeing gaps. So I went into this solely focusing 100% on my gifts. And if I start focusing away from my gifts, I go right down the panic and I get my, like, what do I think I'm doing? Nobody's going to listen to me. And then all of that comes up and I hear it and I go right back to it's like, focus in on what you're good at. Yeah. Just do that because when you do it, and that's clearly what you do too. You focus in on your ability to connect with people. You focus in on your sales. You've already sold, tried to sell me twice on ketones since we've been on here and you probably didn't even know it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already part of your organization. That's what I do, man. That's what I do. so but you but 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 that's what you're good at and so you know i think winners need to also realize that you have to center in on your gift because if you don't you're gonna be miserable yeah and everybody has gifts i think there's some people listening to this who probably think oh my gosh like i'm not good at anything that's literally untrue um, yeah. something I heard that I thought was really powerful is somebody that I like to consume. He was talking about how his mother said, Oh, I've, I've got nothing that's monetizable. 
And she, she said, all I know how to do is cook. And, and he said, exactly. You cook the best Indian food I've ever had. Do you know how many people want to know how to cook like that? Go teach people how to do it on the internet. And it became, you know, a, a profitable business. So it's like, we all have gifts. Um, yes, I do have gifts that maybe are uh, a little bit more monetizable than others. <laughs> uh, one, is, one of which being charisma, for sure. But uh, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean anything. If you look at some of these giant data nerds that are billionaires, they are not charismatic. They are good at computers. Yeah. Right? right. So, so it's not until somebody stretches outside of the norm, which everybody can do if they choose to, when you choose to stretch outside of the norm is when your whole life changes. Right. Yeah. But if you keep falling in line with what everybody else is doing, you innovate not at all. Well, then your life is going to look like everybody else's. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with that too. I mean, you've got to have an average. There can only be so many standout people, uh, because they stand out. The <laughs> 1% can only be 1% of people, but the 1% of seven point whatever billion people is still a lot of people. And so for people to count themselves out from the 1% also makes no sense to me. You are choosing to be a loser and that drives me freaking crazy. And I'm a little aggressive about this. Like I don't post aggressively enough on my social media. Sometimes I considered yesterday making like a separate Instagram page for like my real thoughts sometimes, uh, because a lot of my thoughts around business are very, very masculine. So like, I see the way some of these people post like this, you know, Ryan, of course, our mutual friend or, a, can, you know, can my you explain masculine. I'm sorry. Yeah, can yeah, you explain yeah. what you mean by that? Yeah, I will for sure. Um, and cause I, my energy in business is very masculine in the sense of, I am an aggressor in business. Yeah. I am, you will not run over me in business. Um, like I was sitting at a table the first time at Joel Marion, who is one of the great entrepreneurs of our time right now. And Joel's sitting there next to me. He cuts me off and I went, Excuse me? He goes, he's, and I said, you don't know what you're talking about right now. I was talking. I'm going to continue this conversation now. And he was like, oh shit. <laughs> sorry if you have to bleep me out, right? And I was like, I this, know. like, I'm sorry, but I'm not here as anybody's wife, as anybody's date, as anybody's sugar baby, as anybody's anything. I am a very powerful businesswoman. You're going to respect me for that. I have earned my seat at this table. And like, that is very masculine energy. And I am very different in my personal relationships. In my personal relationships, I'm the soft, super feminine, flowy, let's snuggle, let's like, get, I want flowers, I want candles, I want quiet, I want romance, I want all that. And then as soon as the business brain turns on, I am like, where are the numbers? The data does not make sense. You are literally not doing what you said you're going to do. Are you going to do it? Are you going sh to shut up? Like, uh, 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 like and I, I don't ever post like that, but somebody yesterday posted something like that. One of my, one of, uh, one of my friends was a very successful businessman. And I was like, I wish I could post that. Like he was like, shut the fuck up. Those of you that are da -da -da -da, making all these fucking stupid excuses as to why you're broke in 2021, you have a mother cell phone. I'm thinking to myself, well, shoot, I, I do not disagree. But if I post that, somebody gonna get real mad. I'm gonna get unfollowed. I mean, I get unfollowed all the time. Anytime I post anything aggressive, but uh, I'm like, boop, there goes a thousand followers. Uh, but it's not inaccurate. So uh, the yin and the yang, you know, personalities in general, um, you have to have, I think a good balance is really important for both women and males, right? So every, every successful man I know is actually very well in balance with his feminine energy and his masculine energy. And it's the same thing for, for successful women. You've got to be able to balance your feminine and your masculine energy, and you've got to be able to turn on that masculine energy when you need to, or else quite frankly, you will get steamrolled. Um, it is not equal. I will tell you, um, as a very powerful woman, I will tell you, I don't care what anybody says. 
It is not equal for women right now. Um, I have barged down, broken down doors. I've been, I mean, I will sit at that freaking table, but I have to have uncomfortable conversations like the one that I just referenced way more often than I want to. Um, I tend to look a certain way at events too. Like I like looking sexy. I'm not going to lie about it. (laughs) I like the heels. I like the leather. Yeah. I like the lace. I like all the, I like all of it. And, um, but I can still swing with the best of them. And so it's kind of like this interesting little dichotomy I've got going on right now. I'm trying to pave the way for other very successful female entrepreneurs that are too scared to do it. And, uh, why not me? So. Yeah, why not? Well, thank you so much. Can you please tell people how they can follow you? Sure. So, um, on, TikTok and on Instagram, it's I'm Bossley. I am B O S S L E E. Facebook is Jesse Lee Ward. Um, YouTube is Jesse Lee Ward. And you can just email me if you need to at askjessielee at gmail.com. But I hate email, as you would know. Um, so, really, if you want me, Instagram DM is actually the best. <laughs> so, yeah. That's an inside joke. She this is this has been like months in the making because she was emailing and I'm like, email? Who the hell is emailing in, in 2021? Sheesh. I'm just kidding, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well thank you again, my dear. Thank you. I really appreciate you and uh thanks for making this uh this all work out and go win. Everyone has go a choice. Win. You have the choice to win or you have the choice to lose. I just personally choose to win. Recording stopped. Yay! We did it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I, I appreciate you. I do have to uh, do have to run to yeah. another call, like I said. No. But hey, um, I'm going to do this in 30 seconds or less. So just to let you know, I'm writing my next book called Two Wolves. Which one are you feeding? The Is tale of two wolves. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm familiar. No, and yeah, that's a long story. But I'm actually going to quote you in the book. Has oh. anybody ever written about you in a book? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So I'm gonna quote it to you. I'll tag up with you. It's gonna it's gonna come out the right about the first couple of days of February. Okay. When we do our February Fly-in Friday, so maybe we could coordinate and kind of share the love a little bit. But it's all about how your conversations, that all the stuff that we were just talking about, how it actually impacts your people on your team negatively and positively. So love it. Cool. And the part that I'm quoting you on is what you said. It was good, wasn't it, guys? Episode 471. Make sure you go ahead and leave that five-star review. Copy the link. Share it wherever you need to. Screenshot this. Put in your story. Tag me. I'm Boss Lee. Tag Jesse Lee Ward. That's also me. On Facebook. And let me know how I can serve you more. Thanks so much for being part of the People's Mentor Podcast. And have an awesome rest of your day. See you tomorrow.